Hello, and welcome to The Plane Fantasy Island Retrospective. I am Michael. And I am Aaron. So we're going to be going through the entire series of the 1970s and early 80s classic Fantasy Island. We also may be touching on the 1998 Fantasy Island, which we just discovered and <laughs> thought was from the 2000s and was not. I was kind of surprised when that was from. It's very confusing just in general that they had a remake of this Fantasy Island. They call it the darker version. I don't think it's darker. So we will find out. Yeah. I mean, the original version is pretty dark. So I, uh, our history with the show, I am a huge fan of Fantasy Island. I grew up with it. Um, I watched it regularly after Love Boat. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. Uh, it's been hard to find for a lot of years. It's on Tubi now. Uh, we did buy the first season on DVD last year at the beginning of the pandemic and started watching it. But uh, now it is available on Tubi, although the episodes are completely out of order. Yeah, I uh, have never seen Fantasy Island in my entire life up until last year when the pandemic happened and we started watching random things. And Fantasy Island was the one thing that he brought up and we found it on DVD. We bought the DVD box set. It was a journey. And um, Fantasy Island is not at all what I expected it to be. I'm not quite sure what I thought it was going to be, <laughs> but what it is is not what I thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, if you've never watched it before or if you have, uh, Fantasy Island is one of those uh, guest star shows like The Love Boat. I think it was on right after The Love Boat, if I'm not mistaken, um, where basically each episode is about the stories of the guest stars. So here's the problem. Tubi list has the episodes completely out of whack. Uh, the episode we're doing tonight is actually episode five or something on Tubi. We're going to be going by the Wikipedia slash IMDb um, ordering of the episodes, which is actual release date. We'll probably go back and do the two movies that came out. Yeah, they're they are not available. They're not on Tubi. On Tubi. But we have them because we have the DVDs. So... Um, we're probably gonna go back and do those, but for, for purposes of knowing what episodes we're doing, use Wikipedia or IMDB. Uh, we're not going to be doing the to be order cause like episode one is like episode 13. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, um, at the beginning of the episode, tell you what episode it shows up on to be as versus yeah. what it shows up on IMDB as. Yeah, like it, it, this one is, uh, we're doing Escape Cinderella Girls, which is technically the first episode of season one and is episode five on Tubi. So just so you know. Anyway, so uh, are you ready to get into this? I guess so. Uh, who's doing the synopsis, the quick synopsis? Um, I'll let you go ahead and synopsize. Okay. All right, so we start off, of course, the normal uh, tattoo goes into the bell tower, rings the bell, and we have our guests arrive. Uh, basically, magician Gregory Udall, wants to, uh, he's going to do the ultimate escape. He wants Mr. Rourke to give him the ultimate escape. He's essentially a David Copperfield type, you know, illusionist, escape artists were big at the time. Uh, he's, a, he's a type like that. Then we have two best friends, Anne and Maxine, who are attractive women that everybody seems to think are ugly and hideous. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what's supposed to be wrong. They want to be jet setters. They want to be super wealthy and attract men. 
That's uh, that's their dream. That's their fantasy. Uh, so, like, uh, I'm a little concerned that uh, everybody thinks there's something wrong with these two women. <laughs> I was just going to say, they're, the thing about it is they arrive on the island, they look fabulous, and then they get the, these makeovers, they get their nails done, they get their hair done, they get, like, this royal treatment in order to make them look like they're wealthy heiresses. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be heiresses. That's uh, their fantasy. So... Their hair after this makeover is something to behold. I don't know. The one is like in some kind of crazy ass bun. Like, yeah, the other one reminds me of um, what's her name from Greece? Is it Fren- Frenchie? Oh, Frenchie. Yeah, Frenchie. yeah. Reminds me. Her hair reminds me of Frenchies. Yeah. And then the other one does this weird bun on the top where it's like poofy. I don't it's it's a sight to behold and I'm not quite sure how they thought this makeover was uh was better than what they originally were. Yeah, I mean cuz they looked absolutely fine when they arrived on the island. But I mean it worked cuz suddenly Yeah, I mean at the one point she's talking about how she's like a size 10 and wishes she was a size 8. Like I don't know that in 1970s time what that means. But like I don't know. They looked pretty normal to me <laughs> i'm yeah i'm looking at them uh, we have them on the screen and and they look they look like normal average girls yeah i mean you, you the one is georgia angle has been in a million things like you definitely would know her if you saw her mm. um then, the other woman's been in a lot of stuff too mostly like love boat and fantasy island stuff and uh, probably oh she was in murder she wrote also now that i'm looking at her i feel like their makeover made them look Way worse. Old. Yeah, they look way younger. Yeah, like they look really young in this when they're when they first appear on the island and her hair is down and it's it's not in that weird old lady bun. She looks she looks fabulous. Yeah. So basically, the gist of their story. We'll go. We'll do a skate or we'll do Cinderella girls first, which is these two. Uh, the gist of their story is they uh, they are pretending to be heiresses to find men. They get this giant makeover from some guy who's supposed to be some like fashion expert. Uh, it's a very like uh, <laughs> like Wizard of Oz type scene when they're <laughs> all in like the Emerald City getting buffed up and stuff. You know, it's kind of what it looks like. Uh, it's like the most seventies salon you could ever see. There's like parrots and all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff going on. I don't even know, but uh, yeah, they get all done up and look. 20 years older than they did when they arrived. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm not even really sure what else to say about that. That's yeah. So they eventually they meet men. I told you, but it works because they're sitting out at the pool, lounging around and suddenly all these men want to hang out with them. Yeah. There's a count who's got to be 70 years old. (laughs) Um, But now they look like they're like 40 instead of 20. The 20s that they (laughs) probably are. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like a 70-year-old count who who knows if he's really a count because he's on Fantasy Island also. So we don't really know. That's the thing with Fantasy Island. Mr. Rourke, he's like he's like a genie in that he gives you your wish, but it's always distorted in some way. I feel like we're going to have to get, take a deep dive later into uh, our feelings about Mr. Rourke. Yeah, I'm not love sure. Him. Episode one is is where we're gonna. Nah, do you that. need a little more time to. We're gonna do yeah, that, but um, it, sit on it. But, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, there's also what the pediatrician. Yeah, there's the pediatrician from Oklahoma, uh, who is uh, actually John Saxon, who's been in like ten million things. Like if you see this guy, he like he's. I think he was actively acting up until very recently. I think he passed just recently, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Saxon. Uh, but yeah, he was. He, like he like if you see him, like he's been in so many things. It's like insane. But uh, yeah, so to meet him by the pool, uh, I think it's. Anne meets uh, the pediatrician, and I forget what the other lady. What was the uh, other one's name? I do not remember. Oh, Maxine. Maxine. So Maxine ends up with the count, but yeah, basically he's like, "Hey, you're a wealthy heiress. I'm trying to build a casino on the strip. You should, uh, you should invest in my casino." Very scammy sounding. Very weird. Uh, he's talking about some how he loves kids and has a lot of kids that he takes care of in Oklahoma on a reservation or something. Which also sounds very, very Michael weird. Jackson-esque. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> a lot of very weird things happening. Uh, everybody's standing around the pool with suits on and talking. Nobody's in bathing suits except for, like, I don't know, a, like a handful of people. It's that, very I strange. actually was about to note that, that... The strange part about this pool scene is that no one is actually really dressed to be at the pool. No. They're not all, all in full suits and dresses. The, the, yeah. yeah, the women are in dresses. It really makes no sense why they're standing around this diving board. No, no. Other than <laughs> tattoo is being they're being horny as always. Just <laughs> always being horny. There is one moment. woman who is lounging in a bathing suit while tattoo is sitting on her, That's giving surprise. her a rose. Yeah. Uh, the decor around this pool is insane, by the way. Like, there are, like, sea ho- giant purple seahorses. There are just amazing statues. Like, it's very, very weird. But, so that's where they meet. The Count comes along. He meets Maxine. He's uh, He's got an ascot on because it's the 70s. He's also not very attractive. He is not attractive at all. And he looks like he's 50 years older than her. He does. Uh, and the pediatrician actually looks appropriately aged, I would say, or relatively appropriately mm, aged. Re- I mean, relative. Within a decade. We're going to have to figure out these ages in a, in a little bit. I mean, they're definitely within a decade of each uh, other. Yeah, I mean, way more than the uh, the other dude. Yeah, no, the other guy's like 25 <laughs> years older than her. But uh, so they meet and, uh, you know, then he takes her out in his three-wheeled golf cart. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most oh, bizarre gosh. golf cart you've ever seen. They're just driving along the beach, and he's still trying to scam her for money the whole time. And then, be- like, I was like unsure, like, because that's the thing: is he really a pediatrician? No, is he None trying to scam You're on her? Fantasy Island. There's no one on this island that is who they say they are. Everybody's having is a what I've decided. Like randomly, at one point, like you get these little snippets in the middle of the episodes where like somebody just randomly comes up to Mister Work and is like, "Oh, thank you for my fantasy." And we find out he like set them up with Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's no one on this island that is. This island is also very confusing in size, and maybe we'll get back to that in when we get to escape. It's kind of like um, uh, Lost. Yeah, like there's no real explanation to where all these people come from. It, it's it's very confusing. There is a lot of people on this island for it being a small remote island. Maybe Fantasy Island is actually the island from Lost. It's an interesting theory. We That's may have theory. to revisit that later. That's my theory. 
All right. So what is next? Uh, they uh, they find out that they have to go to this masquerade ball, right? Yes. And yes. they have to bid on these expensive items. There's a charity auction to raise money for some Fantasy Island charity. I'm not sure why Fantasy Island needs a charity, but they need one. And Mr. Rourke is running it. And if these women do not bid on an item, everybody will know they are poor. And, uh, you know, they'll be exposed. It'll be the worst thing that ever happens in their lives. And which one is the one that's super concerned about this? Uh, I believe it is Anne. Okay. Um, Because Maxine is with the Count. She's like, Maxine is like, I don't care. Maxine has fallen head over heels for the Count. She's uh, she literally falls out of a tree at one point. <laughs> um, she's totally in love with the count. After five seconds, they I, hit it off completely. I mean, I would just like to talk about how on Fantasy Island, everyone falls in love within less than 24 hours. And yes, definitely. It's sort of ridiculous to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean declarations like, of I mean, yeah. full declarations of love, like full getting married in love. In yeah. Like 20 minutes. And so we find out that she's told the Count the truth, and he doesn't care. Yes. Yeah. She actually told the truth to the Count, which is pretty cool. Because it's Anne who's concerned about it. And when she expresses her concern, she was like, oh, it's fine. The Count's cool with it. I told him. So now this leaves Anne all by herself to be concerned about about this. And then the pediatrician comes up. It's like, hey, uh, something why don't you buy into my are you going to buy into my casino thing and she's like i can't right now and then he gets all upset and storms off yeah and that's when she goes and storms off to the bar with him is like look and breaks down and has to break down that she's a just a working girl who uh works at a trailer factory of course because i don't know can you get any more uh (laughs) mundane than working at a trailer factory (laughs) And, uh, of course, there's some bougie dude at the bar who's like, oh, I can't believe I even talked to her. She's <laughs> uh, She works at a trailer She's factory. The worst. So uh, Dr. Scam Artist uh, dumps champagne all over his head and takes off after Anne. We catch back up with them. I think they're kind of reconciling. Oh, he comes clean. He, yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, doesn't he comes to meet, find her, finds her on the beach. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yeah, he comes and finds her on the beach and he confesses that his fantasy, because like I said, no one on this island is who they say they are. Because they're all on Fantasy Island. Yeah. So he is a, he's a doctor, isn't he? He's, he's a, actually, actually a, a doctor. real doctor. Yes. Yes. And the children is like for a clinic. He works on a reservation in Oklahoma. So the the kids are real. He's going to build an Adobe clinic in Oklahoma. I'm not sure why. <laughs> he could probably just build a regular, you know, out of uh, regular materials at that point. This is 1978, not 1920. I mean, he doesn't <laughs> need to use Adobe. Adobe's a fine material. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you know, uh, it might be cheaper to go wood. Yeah, in probably. the 70s. Just saying. And so. They confess that they're in love with each other. So his whole thing was he was running a scam on rich people Mm. to make money to build a clinic, basically. So, but they fall in love. And she basically is like, oh, you thought I was rich and you were running a scam on me? No big deal. I'm in love with you and I was lying anyway. So now let's go live happily ever after. Yeah, that's like perfect. And that's pretty much what they do. I mean, when they go and leave the island, they... Are hand in hand, smiling big, like, yep. and thanking Mr. Rourke for introducing them 
through all this web of lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither one, they know nothing about each other at this point, other than she works at a trailer factory. And he says he's a pediatrician, and who really knows? But they are madly in love, and they are going to take off on this plane and live happily ever yeah. after. Meanwhile, Maxine has disappeared. Yeah, we don't ever find out where she is or what happens She to actually her. leaves with the Count on his yacht. So I guess we have to assume that the Count was real? But, like, do we assume... Is a yacht able to leave the Fantasy Island? Like, well, I mean, planes fly in. Yeah, but isn't that the specific type of plane? I don't know. I feel like the plane is part of the magic. I feel like it's like, you know, flying the helicopter to Lost. Mm. So you can, fl- you can bring you a boat. You have to have the right It'd be like Penny's yeah. boat. Yeah. Essentially. But she leaves behind this amazing <laughs> necklace of like sapphires and diamonds. I mean, you're talking like this thing, if it's real, is worth supposedly the count was actually real and really rich so they leave she leaves that for Anne and uh doctor and that's what they're going to build the clinic with they're going to sell this massive piece of jewelry and uh build an adobe clinic in (laughs) oklahoma i mean good for him but you know happily ever after so they they are happily they are in love and leaving the island um so i mean that was basically what happened with their story i mean it was weird but I think it's pretty typical for Love Boat slash Fantasy Island love stories. I was just going to say, I mean, I feel like every single episode of Fantasy Island and or now that you brought up Love Boat and maybe we'll have to do a Love Boat retrospective at some point. Uh, I'm just amazed how fast people fall in love. Uh, in minutes. It's minutes. It's minutes. Yeah. I see you and I'm in love with you. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That's how it works. If there's anything the 70s taught us, it's that. No wonder women have a very distorted view on what love is supposed to be. Oh, yeah. If you uh, watch TV in the 70s, you would definitely have a clear (laughs) view of what what love is. I mean, they're like going to move in with each other. I don't even know if they live in the same part of the country. (laughs) I guess they're going to figure it out quick. I mean, I hope the trailer factory is near Oklahoma somewhere. Fantasy Island is a weird place. Yeah. So, that I mean, their fantasies, would you say their fantasies were successful, I guess? I mean, who knows? Maybe Maxine was kidnapped. I mean, we don't know. It's true. <laughs> who um, the hell knows? I mean, their their fantasy was to be rich for a weekend. So, yeah. yeah I mean. I feel like Maxine's going to be rich for life or she is the victim of a horrific kidnapping. I mean, the real re- reality is that neither of them were actually rich at any point during the weekend. No, they were so just pretending like to be rich. They yeah. were rich. Yeah, no, that, it was just pretending. Yeah. And, uh, ooh, man, at this uh, one dinner, she's dressed like Princess Leia. It's very strange. All right. Yeah, we have it playing in the background. Sorry. <laughs> but I would say, overall, it was successful and that they yes. found love. But I'm not... I Caveat mean, being, we don't know what happened to Maxine. Yes. And and happily ever after. I don't really know. Whatever it's that very, means. It's I don't very know. strange. Like, yeah, I don't know how long that's going to last. Uh, trailer. I'm so obsessed with their hair. Yeah. Sorry, we he, he, as he pointed out, we do have this running in the background, and the hair is just amazing. Do you have anything else on this one? No, I was just gonna say. So the way Fantasy Island is set up is that it's always two stories, right? Yes, that go yeah. on, and they f- go back and forth between the stories. We for continuity are just going to review each story in order in order yeah. not well not in the order in which it's played in the at the episode one story then one story, story yeah. at a time uh because otherwise 
it would be confusing. Yeah, they don't really interact the stories. They're no, just two separate they're two stories very separate stories, but they flash between the two stories back and forth. Yeah, yep, between commercial breaks. So yes. Escape is uh, a magician, of course, comes to the island once the ultimate escape. Uh, it is Burt Convy is the magician who you may know from Card Sharks. He was the host of Card Sharks and many other things. He's also in many episodes of uh, like Murder, She Wrote, Love Boat. Uh, he was. He, was he looks big. so familiar yeah. to me. I like every single time he's on the screen. I've been trying to figure out who he is, and I and I'm not even a hundred percent. He sure. was pretty famous in that era. Okay. I mean, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty famous. So he's a he's a magician. He, you know, I don't know. Was not David Copperfield more of an illusionist? He's more of an escape artist magician, kind of like a Houdini. Yeah, like a modern. Well, not modern day, like a 1970s Houdini. Yeah, I would say. Um, and he comes to the island with his wife, who we never see, who we don't see, yeah, we other don't see than when they arrive and when they leave. And <laughs> when she says, "Have fun on your thing," and yeah, thinks yeah. that she's ever going to see him again. Pretty much, yeah. So basically, Mister Rourke rebuilds Devil's Island, which is a notorious island prison. If you've ever seen Papillon, it's they're redoing Papillon. This is where I would like to get into the conversation about how big is Fantasy Island? Because, first of all, he gets boated over to this The area, other island? The <laughs> other side of the island, to the other island. I'm not really sure. And uh, then once he gets over there, there's not just like a couple people. No, it's a whole facility. Cast. Yeah, It's a whole facility of people. It's Armed a whole prison facility. Yeah. with guards and prisoners and Machine people walking guns. around and <laughs> trucks and prison walls and all kinds of things. And I'm I'm just kind of confused where all these people came from. Look, Mr. Work creates fantasies. We can't question these things. I am questioning these things. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen on this podcast, is I'm going to question it all. Well, Mr. Udall ends up on Devil's Island. Basically what happens is Mr. Work's like, Oh, I got this Devil's Island made up for you. And the guards show up and basically handcuff him and shackle him and take him to the island. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very like uh, they're very dressed like kind of French Foreign Legion-ish, I would say. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's it's definitely like a Papillon uh, homage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets there and there's his prison cellmate is Dustin Hoffman in Papillon, basically. <laughs> so... Uh, who he finds out he's like oh you know him and this other cellmate are going back and forth and he finds out he's a magician who's been there for 10 years because his fantasy was to escape and he says he asks whether he's ever heard of so and so I don't forget what the magician's name was yeah I don't know and he was like oh he died 10 years ago and the guy was like no he didn't that was just what they told him I'm him and I had a fantasy to escape as well. And here I am 10 stuck. years later, stuck in this awful prison with guards trying to kill people who try and escape. Yeah. They go back and forth, like pickpocketing each other a little bit and yeah, stuff like that. So there is like this warden who is super scary looking. Yeah. He kind of looks like a mix between like Skeletor and <laughs> uh, the guy from Greece who drove the car with the spikes on oh the wheels. Oh my gosh. That's a great description. He's like uh, kind of like a combo of those two. Uh, and he is like very dangerous. He's not like, oh, let's just, you know, he's not a good warden. Let's put it that way. 
So the part of the escape that confuses me is that like I there's no like foresight or planning that appears no, to go into this. None zero. Like one minute he's in the prison and the next minute he's this rope and he's just throwing it over the wall and going up the wall like he's not going to get caught. And it's very confusing because there's no actual foresight into how this plan came together and he's immediately caught. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, he uh, pretty much tries to escape the first night he's there. Maybe the second night. There's like zero planning. He has no like layout of the prison. He is just like, boom, I'm going. He comes like, yeah. The sneaking he does is amazing. Like, (laughs) he walks through. Obviously, it wouldn't work now because there'd be cameras everywhere. Obviously, no cameras. This is some ancient facility. He like sneaks along a wall and somebody walks right past him. He. Jump climbs down the uh, the guttering the gutter, from the roof yeah. and lands on the ground. Yeah, and then he has this rope that he has perfect aim and is able to just swing it up there like a cowboy and uh, get it right exactly where he needs it to be. Starts climbing up the wall and here comes the guards. Shooting at him with machine guns, by the way. Yes. And uh, so he dives over the wall and boom, he's caught. Yeah, and then... Once he's caught, they chain him up. He's in a bed and Mr. Rourke comes and visits him. Yeah, yeah. And he says, I'm done. I fold. I'm out. I'm like, good. Yeah. I, I, I failed. I don't really want to do that again. Get me off this island. I'm good to go. And Mr. Rourke <laughs> says to him, no, sir, that is not the way this fantasy works. Your fantasy was to escape. And until you do so, you will be imprisoned forever. Yep. Pretty much. Which he apparently didn't learn that lesson from the other magician that was there for 10 years. Forever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, he's laying in bed shackled to the bed, like hands, feet shackled, neck shackled, and is like, wait, I'm stuck here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then Mr. Rourke just leaves and leaves him there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then again, there's no like... No planning. No planning. No foresight. Nothing. There's no... There's not even like... In my head, there's no conversation that we get to see, like no self-dialogue. All of a sudden, we just see him trying to escape his shackles again. He's like sliding his feet out of like, you know, those old like metal shackles you would see on Pirates of the Caribbean. Like he's just sliding his feet out of them. Then he's sliding his hands out of the hand ones. And then he undoes his neck. And he has a spoon. And then he tries to escape again. Yeah, he picks a lock with a spoon. That's right. (laughs) That's right, because he he got the spoon earlier because he's a magician and he yeah. was doing dishes. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was able to just slide it up his slide sleeve. Slide up his sleeve, yeah, yeah. So he has some spoons because apparently that's how you escape prison is just getting some spoons. Just get some spoons. That's fine. So he ends up back in the courtyard again. He gets the rope up there and he's like, "I can't leave. I need I to go, go get the other magi- the, magician, the great Defont or whatever, whatever his name was." His name was. <laughs> so he goes and gets him. And apparently uh, the Great Dufant has developed the weirdest limp in the history of the world where he is like, I, I don't know, like some Keystone cop running around the corner when he goes running oh around. Oh, my gosh. Like one leg is flying in the air. He's So he drags him out. And uh, instead of climbing the rope, he's like, no, 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 no. I know how to escape. The Great Dufant's like, I know how to escape. Let's get in this box of what is basically kitchen garbage, like all the food and stuff thrown in a box that they're going to dump at sea. He's like, let's get in here because I'm sure that smells amazing. So they jump in the box and that's the last. So we see them in the box and they're going to get trucked out in the morning. Um, 
So then we fade the morning. Boxes are getting loaded up. And a scary warden guy comes out and is like, wait a minute. Don't leave. Don't leave. And they have a bunch of guys with machine guns just shoot the boxes that we saw them climb into the night before. Now, my concern would be if I'm the driver of that truck, nobody said, hey, get out of the truck. And then there's machine (laughs) guns, like literally on three sides of the truck, they're shooting things, like shooting at each other through wooden boxes, basically. True. Um, so they shoot up all the boxes and then and they the don't check the boxes. Yeah. No, no, no. They, didn't yeah, they don't, they don't check the boxes to make sure that yeah. they, they got the man. Nope. They just let the boxes roll on out. That's it. Yep. Turns out that the guys snuck out of the boxes and, and we're, we're bo- underneath yep. the truck doing an Indiana Jones on the bottom of the truck. Yep. And, and that's where how they, they escaped. Yep. That's it. And then we just see them the next morning. We see, uh, the Udall with his wife. Mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah, you know. like everything's fine. Like, he's not even angry at Mr. Rourke for just like leaving him there. Like, hey, I'm good. I don't want to do this fantasy anymore. And Mr. Rourke is like, no, no, no. You stay forever. And he's not even like, hey, Mr. Rourke. That was kind of an issue. I kind of had an issue with that. Yeah, he took it way better than I thought he would, actually. Uh, so we had some guest stars. Basically three notable ones, anyway. Oh, wait, you forgot to mention the best part. What's that? That the magician guy wasn't actually a magician guy. That's right. He was like some guy who worked on Fantasy Island. He was a chef. He was like the chef, right? He was a chef. And Tattoo, as he's walking away, is like, it'll be good to have the chef back in the the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's like a world-class chef or something. (laughs) So So he wasn't actually a magician. He was just a... A setup. Yeah. So there's nothing on Fantasy Island that you can believe. No, definitely not. Oh gosh. Does that mean all the people in the prison are actors? I don't. I don't get this whole. I thing. I don't know because they were really, uh, you know, intense. Yeah, and they were shooting a lot of things. I know. Uh, so, so our guest stars, the notable ones, anyway. There's only three notable ones, I would say. Uh, Anne was uh, Diana Canova, who, if you know TV from this era, she was on Soap. Um. I remember her on soap because I used to watch soap. Uh, she was on like a ton of love boats, uh, things like that. She was oh, she was on a murder she wrote. We watched, remember? No, I don't. She was like a young writer, mm. uh, so she was on there. Uh, it seems like she stopped right, or she was on a couple. Oh, she was on three murder she wrote. Wow. So, are we going to play our favorite game as we're doing this? Sure. So one of our favorite games. Uh, that we like to do while we're watching these 70s, 80s TV shows. All right, don't pull it up. I'll pull them up and you can guess. Okay. We have begun the Guess Their Age game because we realized that in the 70s and 80s, for some reason, people looked a lot older than they actually were. It's the fashion. It's the hair. It's the fashion. Yeah. It's all of it. We just are amazed by how old some of these people look. We'll be like, oh, they look like they're 60. And then we'll look up their name and they'll be like 35. Yeah. yeah and it's very confusing. Yep. It's, it is quite odd. <laughs> so, all right. We'll start with Anne, who was Diana Canova. Um, how old was she in the episode? See, now. They didn't really say. After I'm going to guess. No, after the makeover. Yeah. I would say she looked older. Yeah. Yeah, when they got there, they looked so. Uh, when they got, so, based off of when they got there, and they actually looked 
probably more like their age. I'm going to say she was 30. She was 25. Oh, wow. She was even young. Oh, wow. Because she was born in 1953. So this was 1978. So she was 25. That actually wasn't too far off then. But when she's made up. Oh, yeah. They look way older. I feel like she looked like she was like 35 to 40. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So so, how old was her friend? Okay, Maxine. So Maxine, I think she looked older, especially with French, the Frenchy haircut. I would have said that she is probably like 32. She was 30. Oh, and I know what she was from now. She was from Mary Tyler Moore. She was Georgette and Mary Tyler Moore. She was in a ton of stuff. Okay. I mean, she's been in a million things. Like, uh, Gosh, I like so many things I can't even tell you. Like that's how many things she's been in. She was in Two and a Half Men. She was in Passions. She mm. was in Everybody Loves Raymond. She was in Coach. I mean, like, ev- just so many things. Okay. Mork and Mindy, Betty White Show, Mary Tyler Moore Show, Rhoda. I like just a bajillion things. So, uh, yeah, she was thirty at the time. Um, she's since passed away. Oh, sad. Twenty nineteen. But uh, yeah, I would say she looked pretty close to her age in the show. And like even when they did her up, honestly. Uh, And the only other person is uh, John Saxon, of course, Dr. Roger Sullivan. He looked 40-ish, 45-ish. Yeah, he was 42. Okay. I would say he actually looked pretty good for... Oh, I know what we just saw him in. What? Enter the Dragon. Oh, that's what it was, because we just watched Enter the Dragon, because our friends over at Synonauts Podcast covered mm, it. Okay. He was in Enter the Dragon. He was, one, he was in Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, so much stuff. He just passed away in 2020. Um, but I mean, he was in, he's been in a million movies and TV shows. Melrose I, Place. I feel like he looked pretty good for that age then. I think he looked good for, for 42. Yeah. For being, for this era of TV. Yeah. And the fact that 42 usually means uh, that you look like you're 60. I think he looked pretty good. I agree. And how old do you think the count was? Oh, God. I would say the count was like 70 f- in his 70s. He was 52. No, he was not. <laughs> yes, he was 52. I would have said uh, 70 for uh, sure. He is apparently well known for Hogan's Heroes, which I also enjoyed. Doesn't hold up so well. He was 70. Um, Don't be a liar. Yeah, no, he was 52. Uh, we're going to have to play this game the opposite way next time. He was born in 1926. How was, old did you think he looked? Yeah, he looked like he was in his 60s easily. Uh, what about the escape artist guy? Oh, uh, the Dufan or whatever his name was. Dupre. No, the actual escape artist. What was? What oh, was, Bert uh, Convy. Bert, Bert Convy. How oh. old is he in this? Uh, what do you think? Um, Maybe 40? Bert Convy was 45 years old. Hmm. Uh, he passed away in like 1991. I believe he died of cancer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, because he was, uh, I remember. I he guess was we're going to have a lot of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the show is uh, 40-some years old. So, oh, yeah, gosh. sadly, you're going to have a lot of that. Yes. He was in Cannibal Run also. I remember that as mm. well. But, yeah, no, he uh, sadly has left us. He was in a lot of love boats, man. So we didn't get much uh, tattoo horniness this episode. Yeah, which is going to be um, a whole set. We could do a whole yeah, it's segment. Yeah, it's going to be more of a topic later on, on when uh, he gets a little more ridiculous. I mean, he did still get a little like he gave that that girl a flower at the 
pool. Yeah, and he wanted to have have uh, the Charlie's Angels as a dessert. Yeah. yeah. At one point, which is a little weird. It's all a little weird. Yeah. He's he's a little creeper. Oh yeah, he's definitely a creeper. God, she looks so old here. We're looking at the beach scene where the doctor comes back and tells it's the truth. It's the hair. I'm her telling hair you, is in her a hair is craziest. Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. Yes, bun. Yeah. thank you. That's what it's. This poof, like they put the bun on the top of your head and then they poof the hair down around. So it's like this big, yeah, it's giant, like crazy. Yeah, it's, I think he doesn't look that old because his like he just wears like a gray sweater mm. and he looks like his age. Yeah, yeah, whereas most of the people always wear like crazy, really, ass stuff, yeah. 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 So, I don't know. How'd you feel about this episode? Did you enjoy this one? I mean, because we've, we've seen a few. So, this isn't our first one. This isn't the first time we've watched this one either. So, I, I would say this is not one of my favorites. No, there's not much that's super memorable. Uh, it was the fir- one of the first episodes that I watched because it is episode one. We watched the movies before this. Yes. But it's where I realized that uh, everyone falls in love in three seconds on Fantasy Island and that this was going to be a thing. That's true. So I guess we'll we'll rate this with some sort of system, right? We'll we'll do a, how many lays do we give it? Oh, that's a good idea. Like when they come to Fantasy Island, everyone, they get laid. They, yeah. Everyone gets laid. Yeah. So you know, uh, is it going to go on? A, do you get five lays as the the top tier lay? Yeah, I would say uh, a five lay system is fine. Okay, let's go five. No lays. halves. No halves, okay. Because so, uh, there's five, so you don't need a half. So then I'm actually, having seen some other episodes, I'm actually only going to give this two lays. Yeah, I'm actually at the same point. I'm actually two lays. Because I, I don't think it was even mediocre compared to some of the other ones. Like There was nothing really that stood out to me in this one. Yeah, I feel like you can tell they're just getting their footing on this one. Yeah. Um, like... I remember the Burt Convy story much more than I remembered the Cinderella story just because it's basically, you know, it's, it's pretty simple escape from prison thing. Yeah. But there, later on, you get so many super creepy things and weird things. And even later in this season, we know there's some yeah. crazy fun stuff coming up. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm going to keep this one. Yeah, two lays. Keep this one low for now. I am down with two. And uh, a double lay. <laughs> wow this is the quality stuff you'll get here on this fantasy island two lays for each of us next week we'll be getting into oh what's the next episode uh well the what's the real episode is the question versus yeah, what's on what we gotta TV. find out bet a million mr irresistible so there's huh. two, two stories bet a billion is the first story Mr. Irresistible. Mr. Irresistible is the second story. I vaguely remember the title. I don't remember what happened. I'm sure once it comes on, I'll remember it. I have some favorites this season that I'm looking forward to. But, I uh, have one that stands out that I'm Salem. pretty excited for. No, well, I oh, was reminded I of the one. other one oh, today. I know which one you're talking about. The one we almost watched. Yes. I think that's the creepiest one of the season. Mm. There's there's a couple good ones. Oh, and then there's the other the the one that's like New Orleans esque with oh, the god. problematic. Oh, uh, it's very oh god. Yeah. So the other thing we'll say is that there's Oof. some things that don't hold up well uh, in the 2001 landscape. Man, oh man, there's a well. 
<laughs> There's so much sexism. There is so many problematic things yeah. that will oh, come man. up at some point. <laughs> Not too much. I mean, other than the general sexism of well, there's acting like these women are hideous when they're <laughs> sec- or tattoo women. just being as horny as he is to yeah, some of these women openly, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's that clear line, um, but also some other problematic yeah. issues of the problematic episodes. This is not high. This on is the not list. high. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not high on the list. There's some later this season that are, are going to be much, much, much worse. So. We'll All right. obviously address that as it comes along. Yeah. You know. And uh, you said next week. So are we are we recording next week? I don't know. I said next. I mean, next episode. Next episode. We can't say for sure when the, the next episode will arrive, but it will arrive at some point in your yeah. feed. And we do a couple other podcasts. So, uh, you know, it'll come up when it comes up. We do a podcast called Well Run For, which is about running. Because we run as we well run as watching lot. Fantasy Island. Yeah. yeah, we run a lot. If we had a Fantasy Island, we'd end up uh, running on Fantasy Island. We probably would. And uh, I do some other podcasts about gaming and stuff like that. So uh, we we have stuff that we do other than this. But uh, this is going to be fun for us. And uh, maybe we'll have some guests hop on and watch some episodes with us. Maybe we can have Diana and Tom watch an episode. Oh, my God. The warden there on this episode is so uh, creepy. I'm sorry. Yes, Tom and Diana from the Will Run For podcast. There are co-hosts. We so. are going to make them watch an episode, and they'll uh, have to come record one with us. Yes. We'll have to make sure it's a good one. Yeah. In this first season. Yeah. Because we know. I feel like Voodoo would be a good one, oh, the one that man. I was thinking about. Oh, my God. That would be pretty good. Either that or the the one we almost watched. Okay. With the cheerleaders. Yeah, with the cheerleaders. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll have so. to see. All right. That's uh, that's it for the Deep Plane Fantasy Island podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we have any contact information yet. You'll have to wait to hear. Maybe I'll put a tag at the end of the episode because we're just recording this right now. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye.